Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. You know, I had two options today. I knew that I could either make an episode for you right now in this moment of the day, and maybe it won't be the longest episode, uh, which is okay, because the last interview with Hannah Teslin, if you haven't heard it, was over an hour long. I was very happy with that. I like when time flies like that in an interview. Uh, So that was the first option. Make a fresh one, and it just won't be so long, or do a rerun. And you know, if you know the show, you know that I hate doing reruns. There's nothing I like less than putting a rerun on this show. Um, Not to say that's the same for when I'm a listener, uh, when a show that I like has to repeat things. I know This American Life does that sometimes. Um, A lot of podcasts, you know, reissue interviews and things like that. Uh, So I don't mind it so much, um, but... Yeah, I mean, this show hasn't been on for 10 years, so I can't really draw things up from like seven or eight years ago that you haven't heard in a long time. The show's only like three years, so, you know, there's only so many things I can dive back into, and I just don't like doing it. I like being fresh. I like, because I know how excited I get about uh, the podcast that I listen to. Not to say that I expect you guys to have the same excitement for my show that I do about like, I don't know, the new Tom Segura or Theo Vaughn or whatever. I listen to a lot of comedians podcasts, but um, I get very excited when I see that there's a fresh one and it's on the same schedule that I'm used to. And um, I like things being on the schedule that I'm used to. I like the routines. I notice more and more these days that um, if things are going to interrupt my week, I don't mind that they interrupt the week as long as I have time to mentally prepare for them. I like, I, I need time to mentally prepare for changes so much more than I ever used to. And that might be because I moved to Germany. It might be because I get so used to structure and routines and rhythms here that when things, um, I mean, there's like spontaneous fun, but when it comes to spontaneous responsibilities or like, oh, my work window was cut short now by two hours because I have to go do this thing that like has to happen now because we forgot to do it or whatever. Um, I hate that. And it stresses me out so much. Even something small like, you know, going with somebody into the city with a car because they're going to go to a meeting in an office and I'm hitching a ride with them to get dropped off nearby in the city to go, whatever, make a video. Yeah, our windows of time on that are different but my mind builds this block of like it locks this time down so um it it, lo- it makes it so serious it like it, it builds this time lock in my head like i've i've got from 9 15 until 11 30 to make this video to get it done to make it nice to edit it and it's gonna t- who knows this might take that full time so i need to get out now and if that person says um, actually, uh, my office is right here. Could I hop out and you find a place to park? Well, then you're thinking all these factors, like it's nine in the morning, we're in the city. There could be so much traffic. It was so slow getting here. How are we ever going to find parking in this part of the city at this time of the day? 
you know, it was you who was driving and I hitched a ride with you. And now I'm in charge of taking the car and letting you go somewhere on your schedule. But now it's my responsibility to drive around for God knows how long. Will I still be able to do all these things? And in, in the end, you know, the, the task takes like an extra five or 10 minutes, but my brain is like on fire. Uh, synapses, you know, the network of electricity is just like blowing up because my mind needs what I plan to stick to the plan. And it sucks because I feel like I used to be way more relaxed about that sort of thing. But now I'm in a place where it's just a huge part of it. Uh, maybe it's something I can still work back out, but it's just, yeah, it's just something that I guess is just getting stronger as I, as I get older. There's a lot of things I notice now that I, as I'm getting older, start to develop and I, I notice them, like I'm aware of them, but I somehow can't stop them. It's like watching a truck slowly run over your foot. Like you, you think, you know, like, oh, well I could, I could move my foot, but it just, it takes so much effort and. Then you're like, well, I guess just, you know, the truck wheeling over your foot's just like part of life, you know? Just like, I see myself getting stiff. I feel my back not being as, you know, loose as it used to be, you know? I keep telling myself, well, when this month comes, when this thing changes, when this schedule changes, then I can go back to the gym like I was doing, you know, pre-pandemic. And who knows, maybe I'll stick with that plan, but I still constantly feel this um, thing of like, my body's changing, my sleep is changing. I should really fix my diet. You know, my behavior, my my like this thing with the routines is changing. And that, for me, it's just this thing of like, I guess I'm just getting older. And on the other side of that, my main work these days is being this, like, I think this is a funny uh, contradiction in the sense that like, that's what's going on in my mind most of the day. But what I'm making most of my income or like what I'm spending the majority of my work time on is uh, entertainment. And so the people see these videos on my social media um, of like funny stuff, funny, goofy stuff. But the the editing that goes into that, the, the release schedule that I'm very strict about, like, you know, I have phone alarms that go off so that I'm really strict on the same thing. Um, we talked about all this with Hannah Teslin last week, if you haven't heard the interview, but there's a whole system in place to make sure that stuff works the way that you, you know, at the, the, doing it the best you can do it, you know, then the rest of it is in the hands of the gods. Um, and the same goes for this. Like, I didn't want to give you a rerun, but so I have to kind of plan things in. And I even wrote down in my notebook today, you know, parentheses, uh, podcast afternoon, because uh, I knew I couldn't do it this morning and I didn't want to do it on my lunch break. And it's so silly. It's so silly. I wonder how things would have been sometimes if I hadn't moved. You know, I have these fantasies. Sometimes I wonder, yeah, if it's a combination of um, getting older, maybe this is how I was always going to be. Or if it's because I'm getting older in Germany, which probably is the more realistic case, because I think you are always sort of a product of your environment. And there's only so much change you're going to get through the exposure of the world through your social media devices and your t in your TV and through movies and whatever. It's only so much exposure to the outside world you're going to get. And most of that is fabricated. So you really are a product of the actual world that you're in touch with. And yeah, maybe it's 
like this because it's in Germany. It could be. I don't know. Well, how are you guys? Um, it's another week. It's another dollar, another day. Um, just some updates. We have some really, really cool guests lined up for this podcast. I don't want to jinx it because we've had to move things around before. But next week, we should have the one and only Laura Ramoso here on the podcast, which I'm very excited about. She is a crazy successful entertainer, comedian, content creator, all that stuff. Um, many, 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 many followers. Um, very, very, very uh, flattered and honored that we get to have her on the show. And also, we've got some other special guests like uh, this duo, American-German comedy content creator duo, Calvin and Hobbs, should be on. They were going to be on this week, actually, but um, they were traveling. Someone's flight got canceled, so they couldn't make it work out. Um, but we're going to get them in probably after Laura, and then just about anybody in Germany who um, has decent taste in their memes or their humor is going to know uh, Berlin Auslander memes. This is a very popular Instagram meme channel uh, run by an extremely anonymous person. The only information that I have uh, doesn't even come from the person I'm messaging. Again, no idea who this person is, but somehow they have, they have agreed to be on the podcast. I guess we'll find out if it's a uh, woman or a man or, or whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know where they're from. I just know that they're very funny. And this person posts very, very funny, I think basically daily memes. Um, for those who don't know, Ausländer is like foreigner, basically. And it's Berlin, like Berlin foreigner memes. And it's just all constant, great, really tasteful jokes about uh, Germany from the perspective of an immigrant. So very excited to have that person as well. And let's see, yeah, Laura Ramoso, Calvin and Hobbes, uh, Berlin Auslander memes, and uh, I've been in contact with two huge people recently. Um, people that I can't believe, honestly, uh, <laughs> have gotten in touch. Um, so on the Brittany Elaine interview and on the Hannah Teslin interview, you heard us talk about these two top-tier creators, like foreigners living in Germany um, who make great uh, popular content. Uh, that Those two people are uh, Liam Carps. Uh, I don't know if Carps is like really his last name, but his channel is Liam Carps One. And Liam Carps is a British guy who is just at the absolute top of the game. I mean, he's got over a million on Instagram. He's got over a million on TikTok. He's got half a million on YouTube, just huge numbers. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's his, I think he's, that's like his career and he's a um, British guy and the p two people that I'm talking about here, Liam, and I'm going to get to the other person. They're so big. In fact, that I've had to go through their like teams <laughs> to get to them. Uh, Liam had his agent or his manager or his representation or whatever, uh, respond pretty quickly um, they said that being on the pod, I, I reached out to Liam to see if he wanted to be on the podcast, like all the others. And uh, his guy came back and said that would be very interesting for him. What, what would be what would be like the next steps? So 
It could be that we actually get Liam Carps here on the uh, on the podcast, and maybe we could even do it over video so that we could uh, you know post it online or have some clips at least online to promote to promote the episode. So anyone who's listening to this who also knows Liam Carps, we're gonna have him on probably in August or September. Uh, and then the other creator is Uyen Uyen Nin. Uh, I don't want to. I'm, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it totally right, N-I-N-H, but uh, Uyen Nin uh, is a hu- another huge creator, millions on all the channels. And what really surprised me is that she actually wrote me back directly. Uh, Uyen was kind enough to send me a DM on Instagram. Um, I had written her... Like I wrote through her formal website. I feel there's like a, you you reach like a formal page, like a third party page that has like all these filters that make it easier for her and her team to decide what she's going to do. It's like, you know, what kind of request is is this? Is it sponsorship? Is it collaboration? Is it interview? Whatever. And you fill out all these things. I did all that form and I sent it off and I figured I would hear back from someone on her team like I did from Liam's. But uh, to my to my happy and flattered surprise, I heard back from her directly. Um, and uh, she said normally she doesn't really do podcasts, and that's totally fine. Um, I don't expect everybody that I ask to want to do it. So far, I'm very surprised that the people who have said yes want to do it. Like, there's no reason why someone like Laura Ramoso or Liam would should even, you know, like, I don't have a fraction of the following they have. So... Maybe they're just nice people. Um, and Uyen, I get that that's not her thing. Um, a lot of some people just don't um, have the same vibe for being interviewed or, 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 you know, talking about, you know, their their lives publicly or sharing content of themselves that isn't created by them. Totally fine. She did, however, suggest something else that we might be able to do. I don't have a, any kind of time frame on that yet, but you might be seeing something maybe this year from me and Uyen together, and that would be very very cool because and very nice of her to even like to even suggest that we um collaborate at all on anything (laughs) um but yeah some big names coming on the podcast i'm very excited about that maybe we can even get mo i always talk about getting mo back on here maybe we can get mo back on for uh some of these chats i know he's also a big fan of these of these creators um, some updates. Yeah. So those are going to be the guests and I've had some interesting things come across my plate recently. Um, I just want to tell you, so I am in the process right now of working on something I'm really excited about. And I sometimes can't believe that it's actually happening. Um, there is a cold brew company a cold coffee, iced coffee company in Berlin uh, that I just stumbled across, you know, looking for things online. It's, it's you know, summertime, and I'm so used to getting iced coffees from different cafes in New Orleans. It's the, you know, the main thing to drink there because it's so hot. And I realized there's just not really, like, cafes here that do that. You know, there there was a Starbucks, like, in the center of Zendlingator in Munich, but they, they shut down, which I can't believe because it was always so busy. I don't know. I can't understand why that's gone. Um, it wasn't like they didn't get business or something. But um, I would get iced coffees from, from that one whenever I went shopping. But now it's gone, so I don't really have a, have a place for it. You can go to some, you know, specialty, fancy places and get, like a, a freshly brewed, you know, whatever, but it's still just not the same. 
as what I'm thinking. And uh, I came across this cafe, uh, this place that makes their own cold brew, and they had great design. And they obviously, you know, you can tell having worked in coffee, you can tell who knows what they're doing and maybe who doesn't as much. And they definitely knew what they were doing. It's run by a brother and sister, very nice people, good branding. And I reached out to them uh, saying, hey, I've been buying your coffee for a while. Um, you know, here's my social media stuff. Maybe you would be interested in, you know, I could do a promotional video for your coffee. Um, we talk about, you know, payment or, or however we want to manage that. And they came back to me a few days later. I don't know if I've talked about this already, but they came back to me a few days later and said that they uh, are actually interested in making perhaps a limited edition Jordan Prince cold brew. How cool is that? Um, so we're going to make a whole process out of this. We're going to make a whole video out of this. I'm going to get my friend uh, Tim Henkel, who is a great cameraman. He's got his own gear. He's going to come with me, and we're going to actually go to uh, the local cafe here in Munich called Cafe Blah, which is uh, run and operated by an old friend of mine, uh, Jake, whose bass playing you can hear on my 12 Songs for 12 Friends album, uh, if you want to check out some music that I released a few years ago. Um, we used to be a lot closer, that's a whole different story, um, but life moves on, sometimes people fade in and fade out, and we're in a kind of an interesting position now where, um, yeah, we don't really talk or hang out so much anymore, but I think we're respectful to each other, and I do respect um, his um, strength in... Uh, managing good coffee and making good coffee and knowing what it takes to make good coffee. So uh, we're going to make a whole process where me and Tim go over to Jake's Cafe. We're going to do a tasting. We're going to find the right coffee um, that fits my flavor profile, what I think tastes good, what I want, what I would drink on my own. And then uh, we're going to, uh, the cafe in, in Berlin called Good Spirits, they're going to buy a certain amount of kilograms of this of these beans and then we're going to go to, um, uh, Jake's going to take those beans. He's going to roast them. We're going to show the whole process, make it a fun video. He's going to package up those beans and ship them to Good Spirits. And then Good Spirits is going to get them in Berlin. And they're going to brew a, a, a cold brew, like a bunch. I don't know how many liters, 200 liters or something of cold brew. And uh, we're going to package it up with original design um, pour-out bags. I think we're going to go with pour-out bags. And then we're going to sell them through Good Spirits' website. So it'll be a limited edition Jordan Prince cold brew through this company's website. Uh, they're going to make back their revenue from the from the coffee purchase from Jake first. And then we're going to do like some percentage split, I guess, if, if people buy them. It's not that much coffee to sell, so we'll just see how it goes. Maybe we can do more if, if people like it. Now, the cool thing is, besides how cool that already is, because that's so special. Like I love coffee. I love iced coffee. And you don't really always get the opportunity to have a company that you like make one based off of you. Um, so I'm very, very flattered and lucky to be in that position. Now, what's even cooler about that is I've been talking, of course, to my friend, Ben, who is a graphic designer from New Orleans. He's an animator. He made the music video for my song, I Wish I Hadn't Got Stoned, which you can check out on my YouTube. Um, he's a really crazy, creative, fun guy. And he, I've been talking to him about creating some merchandise to, to support my content online, some, 
you know, interesting graphic images that represent uh, some catchphrases that people are kind of picking up on from my videos and um, anyway, things like that. So I've been talking to him about what to do maybe for this cold brew and randomly yesterday evening, I got an email from a stranger as, as I do. And this person wrote, hi, Jordan, I sent you a message on Instagram, but probably you have so much that you're going to miss it. I'm, I'm really a big fan of your videos. You're super funny. And I have so much laugh. Uh, I laugh so much with your, I'm, I can't tell Estevez is the last name, so I'm not sure where he's from. Uh, your videos are super funny and I have, uh, I laugh so much with your videos. I'm a designer and I made some little sticker ideas. Maybe you like it, maybe not, but here we go. Also, if you need any help with design, I would love to help. Uh, hope to hear from you. Regards, Leo, Leo Estevez. Um, so I read that. I thought, oof, this could go either way. I'm not totally sure. And these designs are so cool. They, first off, they look so much like me. Um, there's six ideas here. Um, three, three of them are, are just um, expressions that I've said before on my videos that people type in the comments, things that people repeat um, that have become kind of a catchphrase, like he, like H with the A umlaut and a couple of phrases. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to say what they are yet, but a couple of phrases that I've said in videos. Uh, and then there's a, two that I really love, which are drawings of my face saying these expressions. And the, the, the drawings are so spot on. I mean, it really looks like me. I can't believe how, how perfect he did it. Like usually when I see a drawing or some representation of my own face, uh, I, I tend to not really think it looks so natural, but this is perfect. And um, yeah, I, I fell so in love. I immediately responded to Leo and I told him, let me see here what I told him so that you guys are on the same page. I said, dear Leo, uh, like, wow, just wow. These are so amazing. Exactly my kind of style. And it's great timing because I'm going to be making um, a project with another company that needs a design like this. And uh, I told him which ones that I loved. And I think what I'm going to do is actually use one of these original fan made sticker designs for the label for this cold brew, limited edition cold brew. And maybe even as a bonus idea, take all of the ideas that he made and turn them into stickers so that when you buy the coffee bag, you get some stickers with it in the package that are the original fan-made ideas representing me and my brand and my catchphrases. And it's just so cool. Like, what? What? Um, I'm just so, I, I, I mean, come on. Who would have ever thought in a million years that that would be a, um, a, a paragraph of sentences that I would be saying out loud. I mean, my God, <clears throat> I really can't believe it. So that's the next uh, thing that I'm working on. We just got to find dates. I'm working out budgets for everything. I'm going to find dates to go get the coffee tasting. Then it's going to be a big, uh, exciting video on my YouTube. And I'm going to cut some clips up for social media. And it should be a lot of fun. Um, so besides that one, I got... Um, another interesting message last night from a person named Andrea. Hi, Jordan. I live in Heidelberg, um, Heidelberg, and I'm a big fan of your, of your DJing on Ego FM. I wouldn't say a DJ, but, uh, and your TikToks, though, as a geriatric millennium, millennial, 
I will admit I watched them via YouTube shorts as God intended. That's very funny. My sister in Canada is also a huge fan of yours. She's a stay-at-home mom of five kids, volunteers for a sexual abuse hotline, co-owns a bookstore, and watches your videos religiously. Lately, she's been down because after a brutal Canadian winter, her summer has been mostly ruined by having to stay indoors due to wildlife, uh, sorry, to wildfire smoke. She worries about global warming, the right wing encroaching on Canada's socialist values, the state of the world in general. She's a worrier. I would love to cheer her up and wondered if you could help me by sending her a personalized video to poke fun at all her worries in your lovely German character. I don't know if you do that kind of thing, but if you're interested, I would be happy to support your work as a thank you. Just name a price, but not a ridiculous price, almost any price, kind of. Also, thank you for making us laugh. Best, Andrea. Um, what a letter to get. Um, you know, there's so much ridiculous um, spam that I get through Instagram or through emails these days. And um, it's a whole job to just kind of breeze through it and throw it all away. So glad I got this. Um, Andrea, if you're listening to this, I will definitely be sending you a video. Um, this is so sweet. I'm so happy um, to receive things like this. And... I feel so, uh, uh, like, what a position to be in that, um, you know, you and your sister like my videos enough to ask that I make one for you as a way of making, you know, your sister feel better, feel loved. Um, I'm very grateful to be uh, in that position. And, you know, I have this donation button on my, uh, the link in my on my Instagram and on, on all my websites and on my uh, TikTok and everything, it's a Linktree website. This is for everybody listening anyway. I have this Linktree um, link in my bio on everything, and the first icon usually on this list of things in the link is a support button. So, you know, I'm not going to ask anybody who anybody who sends me something like this. I'm not going to ask. Uh, for a price, you know, this is a good deed. It's not it wouldn't take me too much time to make one quick video just to make someone feel better um, You know if if a lot of people sent things like this in then of course that changes it. It's it's still special because it's rare um, But I would just say, you know, so many lovely people have been donating money to me in the last couple of weeks Just out of the goodness of their heart because they like the videos that I make and that is already more than enough that's that's more than enough of what i would need so um basically long explanation made long uh i'm gonna do that for you and uh yeah people can can donate there if they want to and uh you know i had another uh, person write me to do a video a personal video but it was a different situation it was just uh, like a nice funny thing for someone's birthday so in that case we discussed a, a small price um so again it kind of just depends on the on the situation but oh okay so uh, i just realized as i was saying that um there was one more really nice uh, email that i got and uh, i'll probably just wrap it up with this i know this hasn't been the world's most exciting episode i i apologize for that there's a lot of things going on this week, and I just had a really small window, but I just thought maybe it'd be good to give you some updates. And I, like I said, I just wanted to give you something that isn't a rerun. Uh, I got an email from a woman uh, named Dorka, um, which, you know, it's a very serious email. And that aside, Dorka, hilarious name, I'm sorry. 
Uh, Dear Jordan, I've recently got, this is crazy, by the way. This is probably one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. Um, I mean, this is like a, like a Reddit-worthy true story thing here, what I'm about to read for you. <clears throat> Dear Jordan, I recently got almost married, almost, because in the end, we broke up on our wedding day. You don't hear about that happening a lot, I got to say. You know, that happens in like Richard Gere movies. That happens, you know, in like a Ben Stiller comedy. Does not tend to happen so much in real life. Broke up on the wedding day. Um, she doesn't mention what happened or why, but, you know, that's okay. I'm not going to pry. Uh, you know, Pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, she says, she continues, I've been feeling uh, quite shitty in the past months, had to move out from my German boyfriend, find a flat in Berlin, process what happened. So in short, it's a hard period in my life. And that's where you come in because your videos always make me laugh and I'm so grateful for them. I hate social media, so I watch only a few minutes of videos and not every day, but each time I do, I, I love them from my heart. Also, I've now clicked on you for the first time and saw that you were born in Mississippi. And when I saw this word, I directly had to think of Mississippi John Hurt. His and some other finger-picking blues ladies and guys music is another thing that keeps me going. I will hopefully see his former home in Avalon this autumn. So thank you, you're funny. And somehow combine all the good things that help me in the bad times, best Dorka. So this email, as you can imagine, just slapped me in the face. What a what a what a story! You know, breaking up on the wedding day, tough time, finding their own place, moving out, processing this stuff, and uh, finding out that your content is what um, is you know giving this person some some levity. So I responded here. I said, dear Dorka. Um, so glad that I double checked my spelling and didn't say dear dork. Uh, let me start off by saying, I'm so sorry that you and your partner broke up on your very wedding day. Uh, that is such a tragic thing to hear. And I cannot imagine what that must've felt like to go through. I know you've probably heard this a lot already, but I do think it's better that if something isn't going to work out or both people aren't completely devoted, that a split is the best option. This way you can find the right person who will do everything they can to spend the rest of their life with you. And you'll find that. Just keep going. I'm so heartwarmed that my content can, in some way, bring you some levity and joy in these tough times. I'm so happy that, at least for a little while, something I'm saying or doing is helping you laugh. So I'm very grateful to hear this. Thank you for telling me. And then I go on to talk a bit about Mississippi. Thank you for the nice message. Um, and yeah, uh, that, she responds again. Then this is our last uh, interaction here. She says, um, <clears throat> Hi, Jordan. Uh, you, you made my day by taking the time to send me such a, a caring reply. Yes, you're right. And with my head, I am super intelligent, but my heart just can't keep up. I know how many doors open now, how many toxic things are gone from my life, how I grow from all the pain and I turn it into great things. But at the end of the day, I just feel stupid. My parents divorced four times. I don't even know how that makes sense. Did they get? Did they remarry three times? My parents divorced four times. Maybe she means like her mom got divorced. Oh, maybe she means like mom got divorced twice from you know two guys and dad got divorced from two women. Uh, even my grandparents divorced. I really don't know what I was thinking. 
Anyway, thanks again. I imagine the Deep South is so amazing and horrible at the same time. We already bought the tickets for New Orleans. I was going to buy some records for my future plans, but that was also washed away by the storm of drama. Dorka. Um, I haven't responded to that. It's probably just best to leave it, you know, where it is. Um, but what a crazy collection of messages to get this week. Uh, I've, it's, it's been a, you know, right, right now was kind of like a, a roller coaster because as, as many nice, great things are happening and as many nice messages as I get, um, I just want to sleep and I just want to play my video game. And it's almost like unfair that I'm not more constantly jazzed up about these great things that are happening because in the moment I'm like, yay, that's a good paycheck or like, oh, that's cool. Someone's so nice and that means something like I'm not just, you know, spitting jokes into the ether, but I'm doing something that people really like. That's good. And then the next nanosecond, I'll be like, what if I just don't do this next thing? See if I can push it to Friday and then I can sit on my sofa and I can play Resident Evil for 33 or 34 minutes and then I can, uh, then yeah, but then I can, I'll turn it off real quick. And then I got to go over and do this Zoom call for this app that wants to work together on a video. And I got to make those concepts for that. And it's just like this back and forth thing. And then my my brain is just so burned out by the end of the day. Um, and I miss, I don't know, I think something's got to change. I'm not in a good flow because I'm, I'm happy and uh, I'm happy with my work for the first time. And I do think that, um, to be fair, I think I took too much on in the past couple of months, like all of a sudden this success with the fans uh, was, you know, it was really rapid. So all these companies reached out at like the same time for making partnered or collaborative videos. Uh, I can't complain about that, but I can learn and I should learn to be able to say no. Um, I should not do more than, you know, one or two when I want to, when I have the space for it, something I really like. I took on a lot of projects in the last month or two, and uh, I think right now, in this moment, it's taking its toll. But um, still, my favorite thing is this podcast, and I'm glad that I sat here to do a full, or to do, you know, mostly an episode, uh, a half episode of fresh talking, because uh, I love you guys, and I appreciate so much that you that you listen. Um, and again, if you, yeah, I'll leave it here, but like, thank you for being here. I know it wasn't the most exciting episode, but I just want to give you guys some updates next week. If everything goes well, should be Laura Ramoso's episode. Uh, I'm very excited about that. If you don't know her stuff, uh, L A U underscore Ramoso is her Instagram and her TikTok. Go check it out. Uh, amazing content. Very, very funny comedian. And um, yeah, that's going to be exciting. We're going to get Liam Carps on here. Um, might be doing something with Uyen soon. Che if you haven't checked out the interview with Hannah Teslin last week, uh, Hannah Abroad, go check out that. Uh, a few weeks before that, we had Brittany Elaine, uh, another great American creator in Germany. Um, so a lot of really cool people doing really cool things. I'm happy that we get to talk to them. Berlin Ausländer memes, we're going to have them on here. Um, a lot of things going on. Um, Ego FM and Bavarian Caps uh, merged together to drop some Ego FM Summer Festival merch. So uh, the link in my bio has the link to this merchandise. So go check it out. Go get it. Go get some uh, some sandals, some t-shirts, some hats. Go chill on the beach. You deserve it. And I do too. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please show some support um, by subscribing, liking, commenting, sharing. You know the drill. It's social media. It really helps me a lot. Otherwise, thank you. And uh, yeah, I'll be back next week with Laura Ramoso. Luca! <laughs>
Farsi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.